Mama. A word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Marin. We love mamas, and we love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in a closet. Because we have them, too. We know that moms need moms, and that's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the Mama Hood. Hi, Mamas, and welcome to episode two of the Mama Hood podcast. I'm Marin Jubay, here with Aubrey Grossin, and today we have such a cool episode for you. We are welcoming Kaylee Monday to the show today. Yes, the Kaylee Monday. She's everything she's cracked up to be. She is a wife and a mother of four. She has such a fun platform online where she speaks positively about motherhood. And she has, I mean, thousands upon thousands of people who follow her and her journey and love watching her story unfold. Kaylee is so naturally funny and endearing and so wise. She's going to share so much with us today that we hope will fill your soul just like it did for us. And we love Kaylee. We're so glad she joined us. And now we would like to welcome her to the show. So Kaylee, just kind of tell us about your family, um, like you and your husband, how you met, where he's from, and then your kids. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yes. So I met my cute British husband through my brother, actually. And he, it was this different story. It wasn't the typical, we saw each other and we were in love, but he, he was my best friend. That's been our foundation. The reason I bring that up is I love that. I truly have married my best friend. And anyway, so we have four beautiful children. So we have our oldest is five and it's Cole and he's our only boy. And then we have, um, three girls. So Quinn Reese and Indy and they're three and under. So honestly, if you know me and kind of like my background and my family, my, my mom and dad, incredible, incredible parents. And they raised four of us, me, my twin sister and brothers. But my dad actually, even a little bit more than my mom, documented everything. Like he had that big camera on his shoulder and we have like all of our Christmases. We have all of our birthdays. Like we have big camera that they have to We have incredible moments and I love our home videos, but then he also took pictures. We just, I mean, it's the nineties, you know, you look back and I love that time but it's like we took pictures of everything so my love of pictures really came from my my parents and even my um grandma my mom's mom she actually um, a year ago I went out to Canada like I always do to visit her and we went through albums and just the stories were just like that's what I live for like tell me tell me everything that happened to you in your life and so I think that's where right when I had my first I wanted to do that for them I wanted them to have those childhood pictures like I did And then I wanted to document me as a mom and my husband and just our life together. And it's just kind of evolved how it has. Like, it's just literally documenting my life. There's not a lot of, you know, I don't have these planned out things to it. It's just kind of our weeks and our days in life. And so that's just kind of how it came about. So So I have a question. I'm wondering if the transition for you to three kids, because everyone says the like transition from two to three is the hardest, or if your Irish twin transition was, was more challenging. Okay. So 
I'm really, I'm the worst to ask this. And I've been asked this so much because I felt like it was such a blur. I didn't actually get to really even think about it at the time. It was like, I had my third baby and I was like, okay, this is, I love like my older two were really good ages and they, they play together. And I will say out there, anyone out there listening, you guys, I did not plan to have five, four kids in five years Mm -hmm. in any way. I was actually, because of my sentimental side, I wanted to really space it out. And I didn't want to be like 34 wishing that I was pregnant. So I was like, I even said to my husband, I think I want my last at about 34. I want to spread four right. out. And now mm-hmm. I've had four in five years, right? And now I would not change it because my kids play together. They're going to be best friends together. Like my little family, we're in the stage and we're just in it now. And so some of our friends that have waited about five years in between, and they still love it, but they're kind of like, okay, wait. Yeah, I kind of got now used to not doing it. Now I'm back in it. And we're like, oh, we haven't had a break from it. And right. so we're going to kind of be done uh-huh. all at once. Yeah, um, that's our life right now. <laughs> yes. And so I'm like, I always tell people, I'm like, actually have them close together because I have, I love it. But going back to your question, I, I didn't really get to kind of figure that out because I was really loving three. And right when I like literally was sitting down loving it, I found out I was pregnant with four. Oh, it was it was such a crazy experience. Was it a surprise for you guys too? Such a surprise. And the only way I thought to do it was just to get it out of my mind. It wasn't even like that's a possibility. It was just like, I'm going to go just take this test because I know it's going to say no. I've just had sick feelings lately, but it's sick feelings over other things. (laughs) And and I hadn't even told my husband I even had these thoughts. Yeah. It was just like, I need to go in the bathroom and just like confirm that that's so crazy and silly. And then I'm even going to tell him like, isn't that so silly that I just, you're not even going to know this, but I went in the bathroom and I took a pregnancy test. Oh, well, you know, it says positive and I come out. Oh just my like gosh. Shaking, <laughs> uncontrollable. It wasn't pretty. Oh and he doesn't gosh. even know what's happening. And he's like looking for what I'm shaking for. And he finally sees the test in the air like this. <laughs> High in the air, you're almost to the ceiling. He's like, oh. I love you guys. Anyway. So it was wild, but it. your guys's weren't planned, right? Mine, well, mine was. I guess I mine wasn't totally like planned, but I miscarried easy, so I just was like, let's just try and see. Yeah, no, mine wasn't. <laughs> She's like, no. But it wasn't pretty either when I took the test and I came out and I just like sat there and sobbed my eyes out. My husband's asleep on the couch, like he doesn't know I took a test at all, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> so he's like, okay, like I mean, what like good husband that was my husband. He's like. Comes over, says the things, hugs me, like, we can do this. Can oh, we? I know. It's like, what you know, what else what did do you, you do? say? <laughs> How old is Indy now? Oh, my gosh. Oh, she's seven months. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, Isn't what? That crazy? That's yeah, crazy. and I'm just, it really is all the cliche things your parents say. Like, time goes by so fast, mm-hmm. and it really do does. Do you have weird, like, my little five-year-old feels old because we're doing kindergarten stuff, and I'm like, I'm feeling like, and I just turned 30 and I'm like, I'm feeling like depressed or like, I don't know what it is. It's like a weird, like, like, don't get older. Like, don't get older. I don't know. Do you have that? I get that to a fault. Like, (sighs) it's so crazy. Like how each woman is different, right? We're all so different, but like, I'm the opposite. Like, I don't want my kids growing up where like all my girlfriends and I love it because we're super honest with each other. And I kind of love everyone's insight. They're like, give me a baby at three. And I'm like, oh. Like the newborn, I wouldn't skip it for the world. Like I, I, I oh, it's like, I want to sit for like three months. And my friends are like, 
that is so boring. I'm like, oh, boring. boring. Like, I want to sit in a rocking chair and just stare <laughs> at their features. And by the end of the day, I feel like it's still not enough. And it really, like, I'm actually sincere. And, and I only tell this story because this is exactly how, like, my motherhood's been. Is I came home with my first Cole. He's three days old. I've just had my first baby, right? And my husband finds me in the tub with him. Like, and at the time, they didn't tell you you couldn't tub. But anyway, I'm in the tub with him, and he comes in, and I'm just like, hysterical like can't breathe and he's like honey like what's the matter and I'm just he's three days old and that's just been like my journey is like trying to figure out enjoying the moment loving the stage and and not wishing for yesterday where a lot of people are wishing for the next day and I'm like oh freak I can't get back tomorrow it was so good and I'm like that like I'm like Cole's five he's going to kindergarten stop it I know and like I sit there and I try to write down like I think I have my chat books I mean like there's like one of my stacks of chat books because I'm just like writing every little thing and Dawn's like are you really gonna read all of that I'm like yes I am going to read about every second of my child's life because I just don't want it to pass too quick it's crazy I try I don't know it's a dilemma it it is (laughs) Honestly, too, I was telling my husband, I'm like, the hard thing about it, too, is social media sometimes doesn't help that for me because I feel like when I became a new mom and even now with my fourth, I'm always constantly getting um, like eat it up, soak it up like you're going to regret it. And I'm like, regret it. okay? yeah, this is a big thing that I've struggled with is finding the balance of like living in the moment and just like letting my life happen, but then also like trying to freeze it because everyone's telling me you're going to want to freeze it. And like, it's going by so fast and every time, and it honestly helps my perspective because as I get a little bit older, I want to like see that first time mom. And I want to go to her and be like, you're doing great. Just enjoy how you're going to enjoy it. Because I feel like I've gotten so many people coming to me being like, Oh, sweetie, it's going to go by so fast. And like, you're going to regret. And I'm like, regret it. Like I'm trying to eat it up as much as I can. Right. So you kind of feel like, am I doing the best of my ability to eat it up? Like, am I taking enough pictures? Am I taking enough videos? Like there'll be nights like legit. I'll be crying to my husband being like, we haven't taken enough videos of their life. And he's like, I mean, honestly we have, but Uh I'm like, but but people are saying like, if you don't document this and this, and then I saw someone do the slideshow of this and I'm like, I didn't do that. (laughs) Yeah. You're doing this weird mom guilt, right? It's so weird because it's like, but at the same time, then you're going to get mom guilted for not also just being in the moment. Right. You know, it's like this total like it's hard to figure this out. This balance. Yeah. Because I also balance. look at my parents and how they raised us and they didn't have any of this. Right. You know, you didn't get a view into other people's lives and mm-hmm. how they're doing it. You're just in your own and you're going, we're doing the best we can. And yeah. And so. don't you sometimes wish we could raise babies without all the technology like my mom she just comes and loves on my babies and she's like oh this was the best time of my life when I had babies and I'm like she didn't have a phone or anything to take constant videos and pictures of us and she loved it just as much and I'm like sometimes I wish I just had that release and I could almost live in the moment a little bit more if I wasn't so stressed or like about what did they do when they were it? nursing like I'm over here you know what I mean <laughs> I don't know. Where's all the advice yeah. they got? Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. And all the on all the, I mean, not just on social media, but we let other women into our lives too much to comment on how we're mm-hmm. mothering, mm-hmm. and yet yeah. just being confident in how we're doing that because right. we're all starting at square one, and we think everyone got it together. And it's funny because I'm still. I mean, I see my mom, and she is perfect in my eyes. But I'm like, okay, she did it exactly how I did. She knew nothing. Yeah, and she just took She's the good of everything, right? Mm-hmm. 
That's so true. So it's funny. Yeah, we let, yeah, the comments kind of consume us sometimes mm-hmm. instead true. of just like being so present mm-hmm. and and confident mm-hmm. in our own ability. Okay, well, you just made me feel totally understood because I feel like I'm constantly stressed about like living in the moment and then it like stresses me out more and I just end up just crying. <laughs> So I'm glad to know someone else has this like. Crazy oh, I brain think a lot of people do. <laughs> it's like, what's that balance of? Uh-huh. And honestly, what I've just learned in time is just going with my gut. Like, there's weeks where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a fun week, and I want to document it. And then there's other weeks I'm like, my kids need me more to just be here, be present, let them be goofy, mm-hmm. and like put that away. Because when you look back at it, it's like I'm not gonna literally actually probably go. Even though I think I am, I'm not going to go through my photo album of every single week. <laughs> it's so right? <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Like, we think we are. Like, especially with the newborn. I Holy know. Hannah, yeah. I'm like, like, there'll be times where, like, with recent Indian, everyone, it was like, I felt like I needed to document every day for the first six weeks or right. I was like exactly. failing. Completely failing. Because you go, you know, you see Pinterest and you see the one month and what they've done with it. I'm like, I mean, I'm I'm trying to get, like, my nursing pads together, not, like, a cute little, you know, like, I'm figuring out, like, my diapers for the day, not, like, the outfit, so. It's so true. It's, it is that balance, so I've had to kind of, over time, just be, like, there's good times, and there's times where, and my, my husband really has helped me balance that, like, he doesn't know anything about social media, and he, it's cute in a way, I love it, yeah, because he'll say, did they Twitter that, and I'm, like, honey, I'm not even on, (laughs) Do they Twitter that? Do they tweet that? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know because I'm not on that. But he he gets everything like all Mixed the up. words wrong, <laughs> and I love it. But he's also like, huh? Like our kids need us to be present too, and like take a picture, but like 700 later isn't fun for anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're right, it's not. And I was doing that for a while, especially yeah, in so the beginning true. of motherhood. Yeah. It was like. I wanted to document Cole and every second of his steps instead of just like the two seconds there, you know, there's like 50 <laughs> yeah. pictures there and that's good. You know, I think too, sometimes we miss it by taking pictures so often because then we're looking at it through a screen, you know, like yeah. I feel like we're missing it where there's just this barrier in between it sometimes. Yeah. So for me, I have to be like, okay, today I'm just going to go a full morning without my phone or pictures or anything and just embrace completely what they are and what those moments are because I get too caught up in like, I got to document this. I got to document this. And it, it gets hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My biggest thing lately too, I completely agree. It's like, fi- again, everything's finding that balance, right? My biggest thing is, um, what my kids are seeing their view. And honestly, I think it's so helpful to sometimes step back and watch someone else and be like, Oh my gosh, like that kid, all he has seen. I mean, we know the science and the um, the statistics and everything about how technology is ruining children's brains, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also science saying how damaging it is to see a parent on the phone, right? right, mm-hmm. right. And if you're constantly, the kids, my children seeing a phone just attached to my hand and that's my priority instead of, hey mom, look at this art project I just did. Come validate how amazing that is. Right. Well, they can't see what you're doing. Like even if you're reading something really good or whatever it is, they can't see that. They just see the phone. You making that a priority. Yeah. And that's been my biggest turnaround in the last few years is being like, hey mama sometimes needs to be doing work, but I really try to do that when my kids are either at school or at nighttime as my my time that I don't feel guilty, right? Because I do enjoy, I do love connecting. I love, you know, I love pictures. I love documenting our life, but I also never want my kids growing up thinking, well, this is such a priority and it's important to my mom. So it needs to be important to me because I never want my kids questioning their worth and like, okay, 
you know, what we do with social media and cameras and pictures. And yeah, it's so okay. I think that's been my biggest thing lately is I always think like, is my kids just like watching me constantly on my phone? Because if I see other moms, I like watch the interaction of how disconnected sometimes they can look with their children. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want that to be me. Right. You know, I know we don't realize how often we're looking down and not looking up and like looking at our kids. And I remember learning that and just being so shocked and so determined to like my memories that I have of my mom are of her standing in the kitchen, talking with me, reading with me. And I want my kids to see that when they think about growing up I want them to remember me looking at them in their eyes versus looking down at my phone and you have to find the balance because we live in a, a modern world with technology but I always try just at the end of the day to say like was more of their day spent looking at me in my eyes versus me looking down at my phone you know and if so then I feel like it was a good day <laughs> yeah good perspective I you know? love that I like that insight. But I feel like you do soak in that. Like, I remember hating the newborn stage at first because my first baby was really colicky. But watching you and your stories, like, soaking in your babies on your bed, like, months after they were born, I was like, I need to be more like (laughs) I need to be more like that. So I feel like you do. Even though you have your phone, you are still soaking them in. You're just capturing a quick glimpse. Yeah, a quick glimpse. And I always try to do that thoughtfully, like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. And we've been sitting here for two hours and I do want to remember. And honestly, I don't, I will say I don't regret the pictures and the videos. And I've tried to find those balance. So I'm not looking being like, oh my gosh, that was a really kind of rough. Like, why did I force that? It's like, no, I just love that moment. And that was a good moment. And I, and I, it's funny because a lot of people would always comment like, how do you have three kids, four kids now? And you're just sitting there on a bed soaking in these moments. Honestly, I always say those first six weeks are just like prime. They're so special. Mm -hmm. And so my definitely I would say my support system has known that after four kids later, like what keeps me happy and sane is knowing that I can just have those moments to soak up because I'm like, I I think it is great to get out and do all these things. But I'm like, I can do that in like six weeks. I just got to like study this person that's been in my belly for nine months, like I want to know who they are and their toes and their wiggles and their, you know, features. Oh, so. I love that about you. It yeah, totally changed sweet. my perspective of the newborn stage. And I'm like, oh, no, I just love it because it does just, go by so fast. I'm looking at her newborn <laughs> It's soon. my favorite stage. And like, I love all the stages. Every time they come, I'm like, no, I really love this stage. But then when I get like, I'm holding a newborn baby right now and someone puts him in my arms. I'm like, oh, this is like, this is heaven, mm-hmm. you know? And so I totally agree. You need those six weeks to just... I just wish it wasn't such a blur because you're so tired, you know? <laughs> yes. It's, it is a blur of like, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm exhausted, but I'm like... So happy. And I'm healing. Yeah. Like, guys, like, women are incredible. I know. Like, we're like growing humans. <laughs> then they come, and then we're nursing them, and our milk gets full, and we have stitches, and we're still trying to make dinner uh, two days later. I right? I know. It's like... How do we even do it? No. I'm like, <laughs> I make my husband tell me that every day. How do you do it? Because <laughs> it's true. I know. It's hard. It's crazy. He's like, you're doing so good. You're incredible. I'm like, thank you. I know. <laughs> no, I love that. I really do. And I think, especially when kind of going back to what I love that perspective you said when, you know, you're, you're thinking, is my day spent more looking up or looking down? I think. One thing I always try to remind people when like people ask me about different things with social media, I think it is such an amazing tool. It can be. 
But I think it also can be very poisonous if we let it be. I always say we're the drivers in this car, right? Like what we see on um, our phones is what we're choosing to go look at and what we're choosing to let into our lives. No one else has pressed follow except us. And so I know a hard thing that I always have to remind people, even when they go onto my page or other people's pages, and I've met all these incredible women that are way bigger than me and they've done a million things and they're just normal moms too. But I always say like, remember we're all posting and talking about the highlights, the good moments of, of marriage and of children. And that like, anytime you sit down and talk to any woman, I don't, you can name any of them. She has the exact same thoughts and feelings and hard days, right? I love that, though, because you actually posted something the other day. We were reading this before you came over that we loved. <clears throat> you said that, you know, whether you have one kid or seven kids or you have different parenting parenting tactics, homeschooling, bottle fed, working mom, everyone has one thing in common, and that's just to protect and love our kids the best we can. I love that. Yeah. I thought that was so good, and it's so true, and it just kind of... I don't know, brings it all together. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so especially on the hard days as a mom, the worst thing that we can do is turn to our phones Mm -hmm. and go, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm struggling because look at Aubrey over there who's killing it. It's like, yeah, she is killing it. And I'm proud and happy for her. And that's half the reason I, you know, years ago put my page public is I do want people to know motherhood is beautiful and it's Mm -hmm. so amazing. And that I think there is something noble and good about staying home and raising kids. A lot of the world's telling us you need to do so many other things to feel fulfilled. And I'm like, my four children fill me every day. And like to be able to raise them, like I don't even know anything better you could do. I'm like, the responsibility is heavy some days and hard, but it's also like, holy moly. Because I look to my mom and I'm like, she's everything to me. So if I can be that to a little person one day, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going. Right? Yeah, what more so. can I want? Yeah. I love that so much, especially in today's time. Because there's so, I mean, we have a lot of voices advocating and telling us the other things we do is great. We know that the other things we do are great. But I feel like we need more voices like yours out there advocating for like how beautiful motherhood is. And how precious it is. And how, I mean, like motherhood is a worthy thing to do I love that well, that's why you guys I love too. look at you guys holding your sweet babies but we do I mean we need to advocate for all these moms who are at home and feel I think sometimes we feel a little bit like what else do I need to be doing I need to be doing something else but this is enough yeah you know yeah I, I definitely feel and honestly I think as your kids get older in different stages they bring out different things in you and I always and I truly mean it and I hate getting emotional but my kids are the best part of me and they teach me, especially as they're growing things that I know I've needed to learn forgiveness, love, um, happiness, joy, right? Seeing through their eyes, everything new, but they also teach me I'm enough. And that's my biggest thing. I always take away as a mom is that like I had a rough day or I had a good day and it was enough for them. And I think about my mom and I, I talked about this in a post a while back, but Everything she was had nothing to do with her looks, had nothing to do with the amazing activities she gave me. It was the love, the presence, right, being there. Um, And those things I keep thinking about when I look at my children's eyes, like what are they really needing from me today, you know? So, And they're silly things sometimes, but I, like, love it. I truly do love seeing the world through their eyes. It's amazing.
Today's episode is sponsored by The Baby Cubby, an online and retail boutique that specializes in creating magical parenting experiences. Remember when you were a child and you had that special place where you put all of your favorite things? That was your cubby. As adults, our whole life resembles a cubby. We all have limited time, money, and health. As a child, we would never put something we didn't love in our cubby, so why should that change as an adult? The Baby Cubby helps you to fill your cubby with the things that you love and that matter most while also giving you the highest quality shopping experience with features such as cubby moms who are trained and certified to answer all of your questions, certified car seat techs, a kid's play area in the store, rewards, price match guarantees, and free shipping on orders over $25. We personally choose the baby cubby whenever we need anything from a last-minute baby shower gift to big purchases such as strollers, car seats, and cribs. You can visit the baby cubby in person at their Lehigh, Utah location, or if you aren't nearby, you can visit their online shop at www.babycubby.com. And don't forget, free shipping on orders of just $25. I don't think it gets better than that. Okay, back to the show. So um, our, we've asked a lot of questions on social media trying to get a good feel for what like our community of moms really need to hear. And one of the main things that was brought up was finding joy in motherhood. And you find it so well, like what you've expressed. And I just want to know, like for that mom who's just so desperately trying to find more joy in her motherhood, what would you say? Like what would be your advice to try and find more joy? My biggest advice, and I've said this a lot, so I, I hope I'm not just a repeat it, uh, a re- record, what <laughs> broken record, is the one thing that has helped me about two years ago is remembering your season. And as a mom, I think when we're in the trenches of it and it's really hard, right? Days are hard. And there there's days I, I mean, recently I have felt like it is hard to get up even because I know what I'm going to face, right? With different stages and ages, but knowing that that's the season I'm in and that it does not last long. I think when you have, probably Aubrey, how you feel, a little bit older of a child, you can see like, this doesn't last forever. No, it's weird. The exhaustion doesn't last forever. The loneliness of that moment, just like anything in life, but especially in motherhood. I mean, I could sit there and think, oh, my little Reese, who is stubborn. She's She's 18 months and she's busy. (laughs) It could overtake how I feel. (laughs) But I'm like, I know even give it three months, she'll be a different person. Totally. It's just the stage. Yeah. So my mom used to always say that. And she was she was probably the most beautiful example of that. Just really embracing that season and that some seasons are exhausting and hard as hell for sure. Like that's all you can really say. But that that season will absolutely pass. And there's a new chapter in season that's like super beautiful because there's times where, yeah, I was so exhausted and then two weeks would pass and I would feel like, whoa, I'm on like a new turn with my kids and their ages and just like them being able to do things for themselves. And I think there's just times and seasons as a mom for sure, but personally, like I feel like as women, we're, we're always trying to still find ourselves right before kids, but that's really never happening because we have children now and we're new people and I think we're better to be honest. Um, but I think remembering that there's a season for yourself too and to give yourself a lot more grace. And that's where I think social media can be a really good or bad thing. And that remembering, and honestly, if you you see sometimes 
And I mean, there's people that notice more than me that I can be on it sometimes for weeks. And then there's times I'm a little more quiet because I don't think you need public. You need to publicize when that needs to be a break for you. You just let that naturally like this just isn't my week. Giving yourself that grace and that season to be like, right now I'm killing it or right now I'm not or right now my marriage is my priority and right now my kids are my priority and finding the balance, whatever way that is, whether it's a full switch on or a full switch off. But especially anytime I've taken the time to talk to moms that are struggling, social media was always number one. And it's funny because I'm an advocate for how amazing it is. There's so much good. Right. But I think when we're not using it in the right way or we're sitting there going, oh, my gosh, I'm in the trenches and she's not. And it's like, well, her kids are eight and above and yours are three and under. (laughs) So, you know, we're sometimes we're honestly we're not even present enough to see. So just being in control of when you get on, you're the driver and you get to see and you get to choose who you're viewing. So Mm -hmm. and just being in control. Yeah. Like you said, of what you're viewing. Like I remember talking to this another really amazing social media mom a while ago, Ashley Gad, and she was like, my biggest advice is just don't, just unashamed, unabashedly, whatever the word is. Unapologetically. Yeah, yeah, I got it. (laughs) Unfollow for a little bit if you have to. Like if seeing someone, even if you absolutely love them and idolize them, but every time you see them, you feel worse about yourself in a moment and you need to unfollow for a couple weeks and then refollow, like do what you need to do for your mental health and then, and don't feel bad about it. And then go back and add more later when you're feeling a little bit better, when you feel like you're out of that really rough time or whatever, because social media is, like you said, you're driving it, you can control it. And like a lot of people think you just have to consume everything, but you really don't. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. What would you say you do for yourself that helps you kind of just rejuvenate or kind of self-care? Because I feel like who doesn't do this? Okay, no, a lot of people don't. (laughs) But I'm like, this is actually what keeps me sane. 100% every night, I have to have my tub. It's like, (laughs) that tub is what, like, I'm like, the tub. Brings you back to life. It brings me back to life. And I always, I was saying this to some friends the other day. My, My motto that my husband knows, he's really supportive and he knows, and he gets, and we've talked about I mean, we we started this kind of about two years ago when we realized we didn't have any kind of system or um, schedule is that I can be a good mom till seven o'clock. And then afterwards, (laughs) the lights are out like for me. And so my husband will even know it's like seven o'clock. He's like, he'll either start the tub literally for you or he'll say, go up to the tub. If he was here right now, he'd be like, oh, Oh, there's days I go, honey, go up to the tub. You need the tub. Because I know by seven o'clock is when I need that break. Because for so long, when I first had my first two, and you're just figuring out things, right? I felt like morning till night, till the next morning, I just honestly... It's like one long day. One long day. And I actually, it was funny. We were sitting talking about this at my daughter's dance the other day. And mom said to me, I love that you just admitted you you need a break. I said, absolutely. I don't know any mom, good mom, who doesn't because... Getting that break, whether that's just even nighttime, and that's for me nighttime. And right now, again, it's the season of my life. There's nothing else besides nighttime, my tub and my shows. And that's all I can do. Not even (laughs) reading, not even like really sometimes catching up on emails or whatever. It's those two things. 
because then I feel like the morning comes and I feel like I got that break. I'm excited to be a mom again and I'm excited to see my kids again. But for so long, we had no schedule and kids were up in the middle of the night. They were in our bed. Like it was just like wild. Exhausting. And it was, yeah. And then I felt, why am I so like aggravated all the time? Why am I like short with my kids, my husband? Like I'm angry. And it was because I didn't have any schedule, any routine, any breaks. So I don't remember what you were asking. Well, just the tub. I think it's the great. The tub is my self-care <laughs> to a T. I love you that. You give me that tub every night You're so with cute. my drink, and I'm going to try to be a good mom the next day. That is so awesome. What's your last... drink? What's your drink? Oh, well, okay, but my drink is Diet Coke. <laughs> but the t- my, I'm weird. I love um, those cold water flasks. Like the things oh, that keep yeah. your water. Yeah. So I have one of those every night. So my husband or like even my little boy will get them for me. So that's by my tubs. So. Oh, I love that. With Diet Coke in it? <laughs> no, just water. Oh. <laughs> I love water at night. I like water by my bed. I'm weird. I have See, water. I like to sit in the tub every night and just like eat pebble ice. That's my thing. <laughs> that's what I do. And sometimes <laughs> it's even with my like three-year-old in the tub with me, like playing with toys on my legs. But I'm sitting there eating my pebble ice and I'm like, I'm fine. This is it. This I know. No, it is. <laughs> It's weird. I, I feel like for every person, there's something that like, I think there's so many women and kids that have anxiety in our world, right? You just hear uh-huh. that word so much. And you didn't hear that in our parents' you yeah. know, stages because they didn't have all the things that made them anxious that we do. <laughs> so, so for me, even in the day, I'll sometimes actually take a tub, whether it's with like my daughter or my, uh-huh. I can tell if I'm really kind of feeling anxious or just like upset by something. Honestly, tubs, Guys, like, I know some people are grossed out by tubs. Heck, embrace it. Love it. They're so good. I feel always better when I get out of the tub. I know. Don't you? And you sleep better. It's the best. You sleep better. You're like, nerves feel calmer. (laughs) You smell better. I'm right there with you. Guys, I'm bad, too, because I break the rule of, like, not getting in the tub after postpartum. They've, like, just... Is that a rule? (laughs) Shut her face. The last two babies I had, my Irish twins... All of a sudden, randomly at the hospital, they're telling me, and I understand the logistics <laughs> behind it, but I broke it. They said you, I broke you, it. you They said you had to wait six weeks for a tub. I've never I been told my life because I remember that vividly. Thinking, yeah, they told me that me. too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's not happening. Marion's over here having a bath every time. I'm like, my baby's two weeks old, and I've been in the tub like four times a day. Oh yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm like, we're going to have to Well, they the give chances. you, like, they can t- you can do like a sits bath or something, but that's like sitting in an what? inch of water. That's not worth it. <laughs> I have like my, this is not like doctor approved, but it's bombs. not happening. I like have my bath bombs and everything going. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, well. I mean, I get, I get <laughs> I'm why. I'm all for it. <laughs> oh, maybe they did say that to me and I just like resented it so bad. It just left my memory immediately because I have never been told that. In so all how was your experience with the third in the hospital and like, um, you know, just from your first to your third, like what was the experience? Were you able to like enjoy it more? Or? <laughs> um, I've enjoyed, this is funny. We talk about this all the time, Dallin and I, I love the hospital. Like a lot of people are so anxious to go home. Oh, and I'm like, keep me there as long I as I can. <laughs> thank you. Those like 48 hours where I get to sit in a room. Be I waited get, on. This is weird. I'm like getting emotional. And like stare at this person who just came out and like all three of my epidurals have failed. So it's been a like a hard road every time and like getting to that moment of holding them in a quiet hospital room in the middle of the night, like my husband's asleep. 
it's so like precious to me that time so with all three kids it has been like heavenly and I go home and I write about every second (laughs) of the hospital because I just love it so much I love it (laughs) well and you have tiny kids at home so it is your it is your moment of just being with them it's a it's like I don't know. I'm like, I'd rather go there than like a rehab center. Oh, like, I, yeah. I just want to sit there with my new baby. Yes. Forever. Yeah. And, everyone, and I get everyone's experiences are different because of yeah. what happens in the hospital. But like, guys, like I will have babies for people to go have. And you said the word <laughs> heavenly. That's yeah. how me and my husband explain it. I do feel like it's a very for me as a woman. It's probably been my most spiritual experiences yeah. I've had in the hospital. And I don't think it doesn't really even matter what religion you are. It's a very yeah. like spiritual time, like with you that person. Bring life there, yeah. like that is where you bring life into the world, and you do it. Like some other people are there supporting you, but you do it on your own. You, like you just do it. And I just think there's something so empowering there. Like I just feel so empowered when I'm in the hospital. Like I just did this thing. Yeah, I think I yes. said to my husband each time. <laughs> I'm like I'm amazing. Like, <laughs> Like that was yes. powerful. And Did you like, see that? <laughs> no, isn't it weird? Like it's it is true. such an outer body experience that, like, after you do it, you're like, I, I mean, I just like, did this. Yeah, like I need like happened. Uh, trophies, awards, like people coming <laughs> I in. I don't know. It's true though. Yeah. It's- and you know what? It's sad, and I am going to say this word, and people might not like it, but I did train my husband <laughs> <laughs> because he firmly believes. Whatever that woman wants in that moment, <laughs> she, she is going to get because he calls it the deep, dark voice with my first baby when I had my epidural. Um, my, my water broke in the m- middle of the night. It was 4 a.m. And we get to the hospital. And so when your water breaks, I, you guys have probably had natural births. I haven't. But before they brought in my epidural, um, yeah, when the water's totally out of you and you're having contractions, it was like I was crawling oh, up her walls. Like, hey. Yeah, I, I just explain it like a Charlie horse throughout your body. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it yeah. would happen, and this deep voice that I don't, I've never even heard it <laughs> since would come out. Okay, and you know what? Too much information. But at one point, I don't have the effort. I don't have anything in me, and I'm telling my husband I need to go to the bathroom, and he's going, "No, no, no honey. The nurse has said it's going to feel like that." And I'm like, "Get me." to the bathroom <laughs> these voices are coming out and he oh said he's gosh. never been so scared he's just like takes me to the bathroom and I was right like I needed to go to the bathroom and I just remember seeing his eye through the crack of the bathroom like I'm so scared she you know? turned into Batman just yeah, barely like, he's like you would do the dark voice I only am, for me I'm dying. and then the so nurses true. would come in and I'd be like oh, I'm doing great guys yeah thank you and then I'd be like get over here and rub my feet like what so he always says like with the other three he's like I I didn't want to hear the dark voice ever again so i just like <laughs> yes whatever you want so we are just gonna do a few lightning round questions because this girl is so good at finding things at walmart that's I like love walmart <laughs> wally world so Hashtag. tell us some of your favorite like what have been your most favorite walmart finds just off the top of your head off the top of my head 100 percent their accessories first of I all love. her earrings she's wearing right now are so cute 288 walmart <laughs> Get over there. Get over there. Get over there. And then honestly, I love their basics. Like every kid's section you go in, they 100% have like basics. And any mom out there, and this is what I always say, I'm like, it doesn't matter if you get a white shirt from Zara, Gap, Old Navy, it's all going to get dirty. Yeah. So you better believe I'm going to Walmart to get 388 white shirts. So like they have cute ones, boys, girls. And then I do love their shoes. Guys, I love Walmart's like kids shoes. They're stepping up their game too, I feel like. They're stepping 
home slices they're stepping up their game like cute little shoes like that I'm like no these are like I would buy these at Old Navy and I love Old Navy too but I'm like and they're like ten dollars and under so I love that stuff like that that's so awesome advocate for Walmart I really am get over there moms Kaylee what is one of your biggest pet peeves oh dang it Honestly, I know exactly what it is. And people won't like this answer. I really don't like two-faced people. It's like my biggest pet peeve. When like, if you're loyal, you're loyal through and through. And if you're you're two different people, I just, I think all my life I've really struggled with that. Like a friend and then one moment I know she's talking behind my back. I'm like, yeah, not happening. Yeah. So just like a really loyalty and loyal is a big thing for me. Okay, so what is one beauty product that you can't live without? I'm going to go straight for it, and I'm going to say my literally shine cosmetics. I love their lip gloss. I If that's the only thing I could wear, it would be that. You'll love awesome. it, too. I need to try it. I know, I do, too. Okay, and last question. What is a TV show you love? <gasps> Daggone it, you guys. Are you saying one or, like, 50? You can because name a couple. What are your shows right now? <laughs> yeah. What are your shows? Oh. My shows. Oh, okay. So I have the shows by myself and the shows with my husband. I love yeah, We all have that. Yeah. <laughs> so the like, this is us and a million little things. Oh my gosh. And then by myself yes. that my husband's never going to watch with me is like sister wives. Cause like, I, I love sister wives. <laughs> but like my own by myself, if I could watch it every day, it was probably, I'm going to say Grey's. I'm a Grey's Anatomy oh, girl. And too. I do feel like I'm qualified to be a doctor now. Are you up to date on <laughs> Pretty it? Pretty much. Oh, I'm up to date. DeLuca and me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know DeLuca, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't even need to say anything else. No, that's it. That's it. I love that. Where can our listeners find you online? The only place I'm probably online and <laughs> looking lately is on Instagram. And that's just under my name, at Kaylee Monday. So there's nothing fancy about it. Just my name, my life, and my kids. So something that we do on each of our episodes is we just share super brutally honest from the week one win for the week for that we had like a motherhood win and then like a motherhood fail. Okay. Okay. A motherhood win maybe right now is with, and it's, it's kind of like all combined is just with my daughter Quinn, because I'm really trying to really embrace her, like letting her dress this, how she wants to dress. And that sometimes is like... (laughs) You know, hard <laughs> letting her do exactly what she wants to do. Her hair, because I really want to create confidence in my children at a young age, and I believe like letting them be their own person, with sometimes a little bit of the own nudge. And so the other, the other day, and if you know my Quinn, she's so like we're like she's we always say she's gonna dominate a man like. Big <laughs> so and she's this is so kind cute. Of, I don't know if this is a win, but so the other day I've let her chose. Next Saturday is her birthday, her fourth. And she's chosen what the theme is. She's chosen everything, you guys, about this party. And I'm letting her. I'm like, this is all her. It's not going to, I don't need it to look Pinterest cute or whatever. And that's one thing, you know, I'm just like, it's going to be her. So she wants it to be, it's a boy and girl party. That's what she's told me. And so now she's decided it's a wedding party. And she just, and I'll have to show you guys, but she wants the topper of a man, a bride and a groom, but the topper that she wanted specifically, and it's so my Quinn, is of the bride tied up the groom and is pulling him. <laughs> and I'm like, that's Quinn. That's what you And I'm like, that's what's coming in the mail. That's what's going to be on. 
And I'm like, you know what? I'm just glad. And maybe that's the win I feel. I'm like, I'm just so happy I'm letting her choose this party because I'm going to look back on her wedding and just cry because it's so hysterical and then cry because I'm like, so she's going to be wearing a white dress. Like, who thinks of this? (laughs) It's her. So that's big. That's maybe the win is just embracing my kids, letting them be them. Anyway. And then a fail. I know a fail has to probably do with the babies lately and their poopy diapers. (laughs) Because I'm like, like the other day. Well, this is just like an example of what I mean by that. Is like the other day, I like, especially with the, I call them the twins sometimes, but the two babies. (laughs) I do too. I'll I'll lay them next to each other and change them. And this is while my husband was gone. So I lay them next and they always wake up. So I put them, they have a schedule the same and that took a while. So when people say that, I'm like, no, 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 that took a lot of work. But I laid them, um, I woke them up, both had really poopy diapers, and I laid them by each other. Oh, well, you know, I turned to grab a wipe, and one of them has literally put the whole body, the whole foot, the whole everything <gasps> oh, in the no. other poopy diaper. Oh, oh, no. And I'm like, what was I thinking? I told my friend, I'm like, why would I lay another baby next to a poopy diaper? Like, they're laying next to each other, and I open them, like, thinking nothing. Yeah, foot, so we had to, they both had to go in the tub. They oh, were, like, man. covered, so... That's hilarious. I didn't think, but Guinness for the tub again. Yeah, tubs. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Somehow we're always there. <laughs> this is it. our sponsor for this episode is Tub. Yeah, <laughs> we love Tub. <laughs> I love that. Okay, oh. well, thanks, Kaylee. Thanks, you guys. What a fun discussion. Oh man, we love Kaylee. She is so fun. Um, We hope that you laughed and cried with us and enjoyed that interview as much as we did. Mamas, we love you. We know that it's hard. We know that it's awesome. We know that it's everything in between. And we're just, we're here with you. (laughs) We hope that you enjoyed this episode today. If you did, would you scroll down and do us a favor and leave us a quick review? It helps us to connect with more mamas like you. Also, feel free to come and join us on Instagram at the.mamahood or email us at themamahoodpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, just let us know what you think. We love you. We're so grateful for your friendship. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. This has been so fun for us and we will talk to you soon. Bye.